0: I live in one room with a good view of the wall. I make up of tea and wander in the hall. I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails. I try on a shirt that I do as a junkie's he Hey everyone, welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. Tea is on the kettle in the stove, and I hope life is shining brightly for you. And if it's not, maybe I can put a smile on your face today. Let me give that a try, all right? Sound good? Cool. Uh, So relax, sit back, get comfortable, and just let me make you giggle, I hope, at some point. Uh, But first I want to talk about uh, last week, uh, we got the show out a day late, and I do apologize for that. I was just so sick last Tuesday. I couldn't make it happen, so it came out on Wednesday. So if you didn't hear that one, episode 14, Give it a listen, and uh, enjoy episode 15, uh, because that's where you are right now. So thank you for being here. Uh, I never know the name of the uh, episode. Like, I give each one of them titles, names. uh, So when you see that, unlike the website, or if you see it on uh, iTunes or wherever you go uh, to get your podcasts, see it. It'll say like episode 11, uh, the power of pudding, uh, or something like that. Or episode 12, warning, we're going to use dirty words and sandwiches, I believe it was. And uh, so I never know what that is until I do the show because I don't want to name it and then be sort of pigeonholed into finding a way to uh, talk about the things I put in the title. I figured, just start talking, and whatever ends up being talked about is the name of the show. So that gets added at the end. So episode 15, blank right now. Uh, So welcome. And uh, I'm feeling much better than last week. So uh, it's much warmer outside. It looks better. Uh, It's not necessarily warmer. I mean, it's not in the 20s. Uh, but it's not, you know, 40s and 50s. St. Patrick's Day is coming up uh, soon, 17th. Uh, Here in Buffalo, we have the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and I will be going for my, I believe this is my 26th straight year of going to the parade and uh, standing in the same spot uh, by a brick uh, wall. Across the street from the now Tim Hortons. It used to be the old Arby's when we initially started going there and uh, so if you want to see me uh, at St. Patrick's Day Parade uh, look for me in the kilt uh, in and around the area of that brick wall across from Tim Hortons. Uh, the name of the business has changed several times in the past few years so I do honestly not know uh, what the name of the business that owns the lot is, but they no longer let us hang out the lot like we used to. Uh, We used to have a tent. We used to have a grill going, and we would cook, and we would have the best goddamn time. Uh, We would get out there around, like, uh, 10 in the morning, and the parade didn't start until 2. So we were there for, like, four hours of pregame, before the parade even started and then the parade would go by and I would yell and you know dumb stupid things to the marchers just to try and get them to laugh you know dumb puns and silly jokes and uh, when marching bands would walk by I would join them in dance and uh, try and get like the high school like tr- a trumpet player to giggle and you know screw up a note or get the drummer off beat it was part of my fun and I mean I don't do it as much as I used to, I think it's my age, but it is something I really, really do enjoy doing. I mean, going to the parade and being a part of the festivities. Uh, I mean, a couple years ago, this kid, this little kid, probably nine years old, uh, she said to me, I've been coming here since I was a baby. You are my St. Patrick's Day tradition. And it made my heart just melt because it's like, how in the, I'm a tradition? That's crazy. Uh, tea is boiling. So, off we go to the kitchen. So, uh, we're drinking a nice Darjeeling right it's now. Uh, the champagne The champagne, I tell you, or they tell you on the packaging too, the champagne of black teas. So, I am enjoying. It's a good tea. It's uh, quite enjoyable. So, here is the thing. I was thinking about, uh, oh, here's the thing. Transition time. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm still working on that. We'll uh, eventually... Uh, I'm gonna have some graphics behind it. <laughs> <It's a fun. laughs> Transition time. I'm gonna make that a, a moment. It will. It truly really will. So, uh... Here we are in transition time, uh, we switched. And I was thinking back of uh, this clip I saw while scrolling through uh, my Facebook. And you know, a video leads to another video, leads to another video. And I didn't have the sound on, I just sort of flipped by it. And it showed a guy making a water bomb out of a Pringles can, which it, it brought me right back to college. And something that I said back then, that holds true today, and I truly believe, and I will stand by it, and I put it out to the world: marijuana leads to carpentry. It's true, uh, and not necessarily big carpentry. I'm talking little carpentry. I'm talking you know the general like uh, making of bongs and of pipes and of materials, uh, because uh, stoners will do that at uh, a certain point in their life, a certain level of their highness or their uh, experience, their level, their desire to intake as much as they can. We will make new ways to get high. And uh, back in college, we came up with several good ones, which I am amazed that we got made and used, and it was beautiful. One I created, uh, it was called Big Mama, and I worked at a school, and they were throwing out a paper roll, a large cardboard paper tube that had like a roll of paper for uh, like a, uh, what's it, a laminating thing, so it was fat, it was like three to four inches around, and about 14 long so it was big and thick too so cut a two liter bottle cup top off and so you got not just the spout and a little bit of the body and I stuck it inside and taped it down and bored a hole into the cardboard at the far end and screwed in a bowl piece and created a steamroller and for people who do not know what a steamroller is it is an open backed, pipe where you would cover that backing with your hand, a finger or something like that on a regular sized pipe, a finger or a hand cover that pipe or that hole, you could suck and get uh, your suction to get the your smoke. And then when you let go of that and release the op- opening, the air rushes in, uh, helping and forcing the smoke down your throat as you inhale. So it's... it's another way of smoking. So I built this thing, but it was so big around, a hand didn't work. So being in college, it was a great way to meet people. So uh, you would be like, hey, give me your stomach. Or if it was a girl you were like, you you know, thought she was cute or you just being a ridiculous flirt, hey, give me your boob. And you would just put it on there, start to, you know, Take a hit, pull it off, and it was knocked a few people on their butts. It was a great little pipe or a great big pipe uh, that was called Big Mala. And then we uh, we made this uh, out of a Budweiser beer bar. It was absolutely insane. We uh, had the piping, the tubes, you know, like some tubes and pipe. And they... Uh, my friend Rob, he put them through and down to the water, and we uh, made all this this amazing, amazing uh, bong, and it would fill up the entire. Now a Budweiser beer bong is a crazy beer. Uh, you know, came in a box. It was just a big round ball, and you would uh, use that to. Um, you know, a uh, drink it, it's tapped. It had a tap. It had its own little thing. It was the Budweiser beer ball. And it was pretty good. I didn't like to drink. I wasn't a beer guy, so it really didn't matter to me. Uh, so when it was finished and the idea was brought up, I was like, yes, please, let's make this. And uh, so we put it all in there and only filled the bottom with water, a little bit of it was probably a 12 inch round ball and a quarter filled with water and then the rest of it would fill up with smoke and you could put a tap or a cork in the one pipe and it would stay in there and you could fill it up with one hit and would take 20 minutes to clear because it could just take a whole bowl and just hold it in that pipe and it was ridiculous and uh, people, uh, again, got knocked on their ass. So when I saw that video, I was brought immediately back to my college days and uh, my college uh, pot building stage period of my life. I mean, we would use apples and carrots uh, for that natural feel. Uh, We would just use the most ridiculous things we could find. Someone used a rubber ducky and uh, made the bowl piece in the head and you know, sucked out of the ass. Uh, a friend of mine came back from Mexico and he brought me a pipe made out of stone that was uh, shaped like a dick. And they were like, oh, you know, you'll never use that, but isn't that funny? And as they're laughing, I'm packing it, using it, and they're like, dude, I'm like, Dude, it's a pipe. I don't give a crap what it looks like. If that'll help get me high right now, it's fine. So marijuana leads to carpentry. And I'm, I'm glad to see that it's still out there. And I'm glad to see folks are, are still being creative in making stuff. Now, they were using duct tape and, you know, sort of stuff just around the house. Uh, step up your game a little bit. I used duct tape too, but it was clear and you couldn't see it. And then I decorated the outside of it with like some like drawings and some pictures from high times and, you know, some fun little designs. So you can, you know, make your pipes and make them good. You know, a friend of mine once made me a carrot pipe for a Christmas in July gift. And she carved beautiful uh, designs into the carrot. Lasted about a week and it got really gross. So I stopped using it. Yeah, it's just sort of how that happens. All right, so uh, switching gears. Uh, is that another way to do it? Transition time. I was at the bank and um, they have a sucker, big bowl of suckers that uh, I go in and I take one every time I go. And uh, I was in there today And I just, it made me giggle because it was yellow and green suckers only. Only. I I fished around. Uh, There might have been a red one. I think I saw a hint of red near the bottom. But the point being, looking at that, it was all yellow, all green. No one likes the lemon and lime flavor of sucker. And uh I took a excuse me. I took a green one. I like green. Uh, I like the color green. So I figured that's the one I'll eat. I chose by the color I like, not by the flavor. If that makes any sense, I don't even know if if you know they do have a flavor because you can tell cherry, you can tell grape, you can tell it was a flavor to my green one, but it wasn't very strong I guess so and having a little stuffed up nose maybe I couldn't taste it just perfectly but uh, but everyone likes the grape and everyone likes the cherry no one I mean the, the bowl is like more than half full which means half of it was grape and cherry and they have no one took any grape or lemon or lemon or lime if that's even the flavors of those Uh it just made me laugh that that is all that there is. Or So uh, if you want to make sure you get your, uh, your grape or your cherry and you see it, just grab them. Go for them because that's the only way you're going to get them. Don't wait. Don't be like, well, I'll take a yellow because I like yellow sometimes. Take what you want and take many, because people do. I've seen it. It's ridiculous. But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? I don't know. (laughs) So, when I saw that, it just made me giggle, and uh, I don't know. Have uh, I've seen that in a lot of you know places where it's like there's things offered, and people gravitate to certain things and certain. flavors or certain tastes that it's just, it seems unfair to the other things, you know, like right there, it's like, you know they are through the factory just like everything else. I tend I don't know uh, what the exact term of it is uh, anamorphic but giving the thought of uh, consciousness and sentience and thoughts to inanimate objects, like a sucker it went through the factory and it went through just like every grape and every cherry one and it's in the pile to go out and it's in a bag with everything and that suckers thinking yeah I'm gonna go and do what a sucker does I'm gonna make people happy I'm gonna be a sucker yeah I'm gonna make people happy yeah I'm gonna bring a smile to a little kid's face yeah I'm a sucker yeah and they don't know that In the world, out there, in the the scary big world, people frown upon the yellow sucker. They push it aside. They push it to the left, move it to the right, just to get to the glorious cherry, the delicious grape. They rifle past all the other colors for those. But as that sucker's in that bag with all the rest, and they're all equal, no one knows that there is and there is a horrible, horrible plight about to befall the yellow and the green suckers. They will languish, they will sit. So long that maybe they reach that ripe age where they begin to stick to their own wrapper. Ah, you know it. They've been through too many, too many heats on and heats off cycles at work. They've been there for too many hours alone with no air conditioning. And it gets muggy. And they begin to stick to their own wrapper, And you know, they live their life. And they're sitting there sad and depressed and lonely because they had such potential to make someone happy. And now, begrudgingly, someone takes them. I don't think It's just yellow, and the yellow is sad because that smile did not come to that kid's face. I get to know, I get to know. So that yellow is sad. That green is sad. Cherry and grape have fulfilled their destiny and made people happy. Yellow is just. If you're lucky, if they're lucky, one of those odd people in the world come around. have a. Ooh! Lemon! <laughs> they love it. They're good. Now, now your destiny is fulfilled. But so few. Uh, almost all the grape and the cherry are, you know, living the life. Very few lemon and lime live the life. Very few. Sorry to get down on you folks. Sorry to go all sort of. Morose in the yellow and green sucker world, but you know, sometimes you gotta touch base with some of those negative feelings and uh, recognize that out there some inanimate object is feeling sad and they're alone. It's true. It's true. Just saying. It's true. So, uh. Ah, uh, another good waiting period. Another good sip. Didn't hurt myself. Didn't hurt myself. Uh. I was again flipping through stuff online the other day, and uh, I came across this article of you know motivation sayings and phrases. And, you know, uh, I'm not one for them. Uh, I think a lot of them are just uh, hot air. And but words of wisdom come in all shapes and sizes, and it was more of that than those like stupid mo- mo- you know, like motivational thoughts. It was more words of wisdom. So that's why I was like, okay, what do you got? And one that hit me that I really liked, that I, you know, I sort of knew in a way, I think we all sort of know it, but we don't put it into words and we don't like visualize it and uh take it all in like we should and uh, it was everyone you everyone you meet knows something you don't and that is it was like Pwah. yes you're right and it's obvious it's absolutely obvious I mean At the basic simplest level, I mean, uh, they know uh, certain, you know, their address. They know phone numbers. They know people that you don't. Uh, At just the next level, you know, they know simple things in school that you don't. There's a fifth grader who knows something I don't about uh, earth science right now. that's what they're doing in school because I'm not readily in the earth science world and she learned something that kid and she knows something I don't and she could teach me Uh, and I have you know even though she hasn't lived a long full big crazy life with a lot of you know uh, introspective knowledge and or thoughts and uh, deep learning knowledge she learned something uh, in her geology and it might not have been the focus of the lesson, it was something, some nuance that she picked up and she remembered and she now knows. And I have no idea what that is. And she can teach me. Will we cross paths? Never, uh, because I don't hang with uh, fifth graders, which is the proper thing. Uh, but that is the case. I mean, there are you know, adults and teens and uh, seniors, All the like, who are full of knowledge that they've acquired in their time on Earth and can illuminate you. Some are trivial. Some are groundbreaking. Some are uh, earth-shattering. Some are just quirky. That's neat. That's a neat thing that you do and that you know. But, you know, it's what they do. It's what they know. And that is wonderful that is unique, and that is good, and that should be cherished and uh, loved. We should be more in tune to that stuff, and we should try to be more in tune and more open and understand that we do not know everything, and everyone we meet can teach us something new, and they know something that you don't, and some people know a lot of things. Things I don't, uh, but everyone knows something that I don't, and I know something that no one else knows except me, and I'm not telling. <laughs> oh boy, now, uh The week—it's the song of the week. Yeah, I'm still going to come up with something. song of the week this week. Billy Bragg, A New England. The song is A New England by Billy Bragg. Uh, I picked up this record, uh, Back to Basics, the double album, Back to Basics. Uh, back uh, just—I believe it was. Just during high school, my senior year, uh, WBNY, uh, the radio station at Buff State, was having a Hugo, or Hugo push, not a Hugo uh, with an H. They weren't pushing uh, books or uh, or the author, uh, you know, Victor, around. Uh, it was a Hugo. A, uh, back in the day, in the 80s, they came from Yugoslavia, uh, they were small, they were light, they were bad, they were a game at, at Bus State where we pushed, teams of three pushed this Yugo, steered by one of the members of the radio station. So they, st- they were the steerer, uh, and we pushed, me and two of my friends pushed. Uh, you go around, and we finished in third place. We took third. Uh, we chose a very uh, sacrilegious name because we were punk rock uh, pains in the asses. Uh, we wore, my mother had a whole wall of wicker baskets on her kitchen wall when we were growing up, and uh, we all took one and wore them on our heads, and we were Jewish priests. And, yeah, they let it go. They didn't bother us. I mean, welcome to the 80s, folks. You can do just about any stupid thing like that and get away with it. Uh, But we finished third, and our prize for that was uh, two records from a giant record bin, you know, bins that they had. So it was like, ah, cool. Cool, right? That's about what I expected, if anything. So, uh I got two records. One was the Cure, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, double album. The other one was Back to Basics, Billy Bragg's double album. And uh, New England, A New England was the first song that really, like, hit me. And it was like, damn, this is good. And listen to the whole thing over and over and over again. And it is one record that I think... It's a double record, so it makes it even sort of, uh, slightly that more impressive that out of, I think there's like 18 songs on the whole thing, or 20, I can't remember now, there's only like one or two that I'd be willing to be like, I'll skip that one, uh, which normally for that many songs, that's odd to have that many tracks that I feel are, you know, i like enough to be like, yeah, I want to listen, I want to keep you know. Play the whole thing. I very often, when when I had it, then I eventually got it on cassette tape. And uh, for uh, you younger listeners, a cassette tape is a piece of equipment, uh, plastic. Uh, inside was a roll of magnetic uh, recording tape, and it would play through a machine called a cassette recorder. I, mean, I apologize. Uh, And so, uh, I would listen to that all the time, and all the way through, just pop it in, uh, put it on the record, and just go, and you could enjoy the whole record and the whole tape, and it was worth it. And New England was one of those great songs. Uh, It was the one song that made me find out what the hell a pram was, Uh, because the girls already pushing prams was one of the lines. I'm like, what the hell's a pram? And then learned... Through now, this was before internet. I I could not just go on a computer and look up what a pram was. I actually had to ask people, look in books, and it's a carriage. It's a uh, baby carriage. Uh, pram would be a girl who, you know, got knocked up and had a baby, so she's pushing the pram. That's a British term that I had to learn. Uh, in my young age because of Billy Bragg and many terms like that Uh, because a lot of bands that came across from uh, England and made it here in the US uh, were British but they weren't ridiculously heavily British uh, to uh, confuse people into what they were saying. Uh, Billy Bragg being an Irish folk singer uh, he was speaking, uh, the language of the streets or at least, you know, language that he knew and a pram is, you know, if I would say, you know, they're pushing carriages, it would make the same sense to me as him saying a pram to him. So, uh, it made me, you know, Billy Bragg more than almost any artist in that year, you know. those early years was so
1: British that it made
0: me look. You know, the, the House Martins, too, were in that same same vein, very, it's like, oh, wow, they are, uh, they're saying stuff I don't get, and I had to figure it out and find out, and it uh, broadened my horizons extremely, so I was very thankful for the Ugo push and getting that record and finding Billy Bragg. Uh, In high school, and uh, you know, having that, uh, you know, that because being a uh, suburban kid uh, in in the village of Hamburg, I've been uh, it was uh, tough to find some music sometimes. And getting out to Buff State and hearing the music and seeing what they had and taking some of their music was good, so it worked. So, I think. Uh, bus date for their silly little contest back in the 80s. And because of that, you have a New England to listen to. And maybe on the website, see a video of. Because we have a website for Tea with Kehoe. Teawithkehoe.com You can go there and look at that. Please Go there. Go to... That'd be cool if you did. Uh, so, uh, also, along with the song of the week, we also have the, uh, the weekly feature of uh, Word of Words. <sighs> How's that one? Yeah, we're working on that, too. I don't know how big I should get. Should I Should Word of Words be bigger? Should have like a big echo behind it. Uh, The Word of Words this week is... Joist. Joist. Go to the website and see what it means if you don't already know. That's the Word of Words! So yeah, that's what we got. Uh, word of words, song of the week, everything uh, is in order. Everything is falling in line, just perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> mm. This is uh, temperature-wise one of the best. You know, I. I always say it's not about the tea, and every once in a while, I'll throw in a little bit about the tea. But sometimes it is about the tea. Sometimes it is. Uh, So uh, I just want to ask, if I could, go to. We have a whole bunch of ways for you to get in touch with me to let me know you like what I'm doing or you hate what I'm doing. If you're not liking it, you're not listening. I understand that. You're not forced to. So if if you're listening, you enjoy it. If you're you're listening this far in, you really enjoy it. So if you're this far in and you've been enjoying everything, then please come by and uh, stop by this, uh, the website, TeaWithKeeho.com, and uh, there's a... I believe now there's a web wiki now and you can leave a review and a, uh, you know, some stars, I guess, or and a, a rating and a review. Yeah, it's ratings and reviews. You can do that with that. And uh, you can see the new cover art for the new show. But you can also see the co- the cover art at hashtag keyho on Instagram. I put uh, each episode's cover art on uh, that We have a Facebook page, Tea with Kehoe. Very simple. And we even now have a Twitter, uh, at Kehoe Tea. So there's these many, a plethora, a plethora of ways to uh, get in touch. And I would love for you to do that. I would love for you guys to get in touch. Let me know what you're thinking about the show, about the topics, if you have any ideas, if you would like to be guest, I'm very willing to have folks uh, guest uh, and sit in and come on over and have a cup of tea with me and and chill and relax and enjoy themselves and have a good time. So please, uh, I would love for that to happen. And uh, because with the right feedback, uh, the show can get better and I can do more things and uh, see uh, how big and How fun we can make this uh, little tiny show of this, Uh, you know what I mean? You know. So thank you. I'd like to hear from you if that's cool. And uh, what a good cup of tea. So uh, that is sort of where we're gonna. We're near the end. I'm getting. I'm having big sips of this tea. It tastes really good today, and uh, I want to with some thoughts as the uh, closing the sip and the thoughts. And uh, I do like these. It's a way to uh, not wrap up the show, but sort of uh, wrap up a, a feeling and re- wrap up a uh, an idea, you know, maybe. And this past week and this past few months, uh, I have uh, been having a lot of conflicting emotions and for reasons that right now I will need to keep uh, myself but the point I was getting at is uh, there are certain things that you just sort of feel and just sort of come to terms with and uh, realize there's actions to take and focus and determination will win out. And so there's all these swirling emotions that I'm having and uh, this one thought came bopping into my head this morning and I decided to make it the uh, last sip thought of the week. And uh, excuse me on that sip there. And the last thought of the week is uh, don't take what's not yours. It may not seem much like much to you, but it could be there. I got a little rambly. Uh, I was trying to mill around in my head how I was going to approach uh, that and I, I, I didn't do it as smoothly as I would have wanted but I didn't do it as clumsily as I could have. So I'm somewhere in the middle and I can live with that. Uh, but the sentiment and the statement still holds true and I stand by it. So. Uh, with that, I will uh, say have a good day. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out. And uh, I really appreciate it. And I want to end the show like I do every show. Uh, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. And thank you for spending your time with me. Have a great day. Have a great week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We'll See you next week. Spring's coming. Spring is coming.